Hello everyone and welcome to a new episode of Pnimius, the down-to-earth Hasidic podcast. In today's podcast we're going to do something a little different, perhaps. Um, a little Ashtikel Fabrengen about the upcoming um, major date on this Shabbos, Shabbos Parshas Chukas in Israel. Um, it's going to be Gimel Tamuz, the Yoim Ailulo of the Rebbe Nisidereinu. And as you very well know, all the teachings we share in this space, they're all based on Chsides, which basically is the Rebbe. And for every Chosid, the Rebbe is Kiem Chayenu Berech Yomeinu. And so it would be a huge omission to just continue regularly without um, stopping for a moment and thinking about the meaning of this day and what does it mean, or what it's meant to mean for a Chosid. Um, the first thing we know is from the Alter Rebbe in Tanya. The Rebbe brings it all the time. Um, in many, many, many sikhs, the Rebbe quoted it and analyzed it and explained it. The, the famous Igeres HaKoydesh in Igeres Chovzain, that where he explains the spiritual idea, the spiritual concept of the Istalkus of a Tzadik, and, and basically the idea is that on the day that a bichlal, every, any Eid passes away, that's the day where all the light, all the ruchnius, all the spiritual influence, all of, all of his trido that he learned in his life, all the mitzvahs he did in his life, all the actions, all the good things, all the, the positive deeds, throughout an entire lifetime, they basically come together and get revealed. Can you imagine this as if uh, throughout life when you do, when you have schusim, they're like saving, you're putting the gold coins in a chest, so to speak, and then eventually, at some point when you finish filling it, then it's a moment to open it up and all that light and beauty and wealth shines and is expressed, that's why it's a holy day. That's why on that day we say Kaddish, which means holiness. It's basically the revelation of the holiness of all the mitzvahs that a Jew did throughout his life. And it's a big deal. It is. Just the thing is that when we're talking about a tzaddik, when we're talking about a tzaddik when we're talking about the nosi of the generation, then, then this is literally um, how do you pronounce it? Unfathomable? Did I say it right? You can't even imagine the huge light, the incredible Gilu Yelokus that happens in all the worlds on this day. This is literally uh, impossible to grasp. Like, figure this, if even with just one story you hear, <coughs> one might of the Rebbe can change a life. One mimer can literally transform the entire perspective of a person for life. One sikha, like Chassidim used to say, with one mimer you can create a chosid. 
If you put together all of the teachings and all of the memoriam and all of the sikhs and all of the letters and all of the inspirational stories and all of the birdlach and all of the actions and all of the mitzvahs, it's incredible. Now there is a day in the year where all of these, I call it the Rebbe day, is the day that the entire Gilu Elokus, could say the whole Atzimus Mehus, is revealed on that day. Now, if we want to have at least some shaykhus to what's happening in the world, if you want to tune in correctly, then a few days before, it's the right time to start uh, this boinenus, the meditation process of what this day means, or what it means to me, right? So let's start by analyzing a little quote that it's, un, it's normally taken as a, just a, a style of, like the typical, uh, you know, Torah poetical prose and expression, lotion of the Altarebbe in Tanya. The Altarebbe writes very, I don't know what to say, poetically or like very high lotion uh, Kodesh and, and, and Aramaic, quoting different parts of Torah. So over there, when he talks about, the Altarebbe is talking about, um, Rabbi Menachem Mendel of Hordok, that he went to Etisol, he was his teacher and friend, and when he passed away, he wrote a letter of consolment to his colleagues, friends, to the Hasidim, and he speaks about it, and he uses, he quotes the word, the expression, Shovak Chaim Lechol Chai, that he heard that this tzaddik um, left behind life to all the living. Um, and there is a big secret hiding in these just few words. It doesn't say he departed, he passed. When you say somebody passed away, he passed, he is over, not here anymore, like he left. But instead, he gave life to all the living people. He left behind some life that those who are staying behind in this world can take it and have that life. Basically, he didn't die. He just shared his life with us. When you fully and completely give your life to someone, now that someone is basically having your life, so to speak. That would be the literal interpretation. It's not that the fire of the candle got put off. It, it was just passed to another candle to another week to hold it. And that's a very profound quote with a lot of meaning for us, the Rebbe's Hasidim. We know what the, what the Chazal, let's start from the beginning. The Chachomim tell us, the Chachomim teach us that Tzadikim afilu bevisosom kruim chaim, Tzadikim even when they're, after they die, they're called alive. And Rashoim, even when they're alive, they're called dead. Well, the explanation of that quote is basically depending on how you understand the meaning of life. If life is eating, pooping, sleeping, repeating, then the Rashoim are also alive. But if that's considered just animal life and not really a life, a true and forever 
and real and deep and spiritual life, and as opposed to that life for Aedes, finding meaning, or even more, searching for meaning. And then when you find it, you search again. And when you find it, you search again. If we're a mehalech, if we're in constant movement of Yetzias Mitzrayim, then tzadikim en lo emenucho. Lo Tzadikim don't rest. It doesn't matter if they're doing it through a body or without the body. But the Nishoma is always alive and continuing and advancing and finding a new depth of oil and soif with which to connect and so on. And that's why a tzaddik, even if he, his body passes away, his light, his fire, his neshome, his neshoming, like we called it in one of the podcasts, the verb stays alive and keeps on moving and keeps on advancing. And a rosha, because he's not paying attention to his neshama, he's not living according to his neshama, he's just doing the temporary thing. And if it's temporary, then even while it is, it's not so meaningful. Soon enough, no one will even remember that it was there. Um, and therefore, that's already from now, like, um, like the Altreve says about the Taives in Tanya. The Altreve says that when you're very, very desperate for a Taive, just think about it in a future time. <laughs> like, you look at a very amazing chocolate, whatever. What will that chocolate be two hours after you eat it? Exactly. That's what it is now. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's just in potential. So if that's what it's going to be, that's what it already is. And the same thing with the person's life. That's a basic meaning of tzadikim afilu v'misosom kruim chaim. But there is a deeper concept. There's a much deeper concept. And that's from the Gemara that the Rebbe always quoted and explained regarding Yudshvat uh, and, in, and in, in many, actually, many um, opportunities, many. The Rebbe speaks about the Gemara that says, Yaakov ovinu Yaakov, the patriarch, never died. First, the Gemara, uh, he brings it from, because the Apostle doesn't use the, the, the word dying by him, so Yaakov Avinu never died. He uses another expression. Then the Gemara asks, wait, but he, he, he was buried, and then um, there is a chontu chontai, I don't know how to translate um, that to English, but it was like the, the whole process of burial and everything was done, so what do you mean he didn't die? The Gemara says, I learned it from a Pasuk. There is a Pasuk that puts together Yaakov and his descendants, Zaroi. And then the Gemara says, you see, the Pasuk puts them together. So, just like his descendants are alive, he's alive. As if it's the same thing. The Gemara always does it in that way. You ask a question with common sense, and the Gemara is just like, oh, but there is a Pasuk. Fine, but you still didn't answer the, <laughs> apparently you didn't answer the question. But that's exactly the point. The Gemara is trying to tell us that the Pasuk comes to show you a different perspective. Look at it with a different pair of glasses, so to speak, and you'll find another meaning to it. You know what's the way to understand or even to make, to make sure there is only one way. And that's by you guys 
the Zaroi, the descendants, to take the responsibility to be the carriers of that fire, of that light, of that life. You become the candle that carries that light. And when we, the Chassidim of the Rebbe, are the Rebbe's light and candle, then the Rebbe is alive. And this is very strong because normally we tend to think that, that the Rebbe is the Mashpia and the Chassidim are the Mechabalim. The patriarchs are the ones who make us great. We're great because we're Bnei Avraham, Mitzchok, and Yaakov. Like, because they had the belief, they discovered Hashem, and they connected with the Eivishter, and Hashem gave them mitzvahs, and we're continuing on their path. That's why we're alive. Well, comes here, the Gemara says, you know what? There is another way to look at it, the flip side of the coin. You're the one who makes the patriarch alive. You're the one who makes them alive. It's not like they're great, and because they're great, you're here. Mm-mm. You're here. You're taking responsibility. You live according to their teachings and to their values, and you make them still be alive. That's how the Rebbe explains it in many Ziches. It doesn't say, Mahu Bachaim, Mafzare Bachaim. It says the other way around. Mazare Bachaim, Mafu Bachaim. And that's, I'm trying to look for, 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 for words to say it. I should have said the Chaim before starting this podcast. Um, that's the only, I don't want to use the word justification. I'm not justifying Gimel Tamus, but that's probably the only meaning of it. We like it or not, it's a reality. That's how the Abishtar runs the world, and that's how the Rebbe wanted it. Otherwise, it wouldn't have been that way. Just like the Balashemtov said, he could have flown to Shomayim, but he chose to go through. The Rebbe kind of is behind this move. And we all have the million dollar question, what in the world is happening in the world? How come 28 years with such a Helen Behester, etc., etc.? And, and that pain is granted, and it's true of Pitoida. The Torah says that the Istalkus of a Tzadik, that the Istalkus of a Tzadik is just like Churban Beis Amigdosh. Churban Beis Amigdosh. Think about that for a moment. That's where all of the tragedies of the history of Amisrael began. 2,000 years of unbearable pain summarized in a couple of words. Churban Beis Amigdosh. And the passing of a tzaddik, of a great tzaddik, it's the same thing. It's such a sad thing. And that's why we call it Hilula, an amazing wedding party. Wait, wait, are you, are you insane? <laughs> like, what just happened? You're saying that it's the saddest thing and the beginning of every tragedy, and, and then you say, like, that's why we celebrate it? What is it that you're celebrating exactly? I, I think I mentioned in one of the classes that years ago there was a, um, you know, I was in Shlichus in Argentina and, and, and Chabad made a huge thing every year. They make a huge thing for like Wa'imer and thousands, thousands of people came and there was a lot of police presence and everything. And, and then one of the policemen sees me, you know, going from here to there. I don't know what I was like taking care of something. And he's like, excuse me, Rabbi King, may I ask you a question? 
yeah, sure. He's like, well, what exactly are you guys celebrating? Like, you know, we're here helping and everything, but nobody told us what, what's happening. And, and for a moment it hit me. I was like, uh, oops, what do I tell them? That we're celebrating that some huge rabbi that we highly appreciate passed away 2000 years ago? Like, what are we celebrating? And then it hit me. We're, we are weird and amazingly special, but in, in, a, in a good way. And, and that's exactly what we're celebrating. The Shobak Chaim Lechol Chai. It's the only way to understand it. It's the only way to connect to it. It's the only way to make it worth something. Otherwise, it's a waste of, it's a waste of 28 years of pain. Because for the only thing that this is useful is to make a hilula out of it, to make a wedding party. What happens at a wedding? Two limited people with limited amount of limited ability to influence the world get together. They each decide to abandon their I, their limited I, in order to become an infinity provoking us. When men and women get together, they bring children to the world. And those children will bring children, and so on and on and on, ages after they forgot those grandparents and nobody knows who they were, their children, their genes, their, their mitzvahs, their, their building the world, will still be happening thanks to them. So they become immortal and infinite thanks to the wedding. That's a wedding. When two individuals stop being limited individuals and, and become a team with infinite power of influence to the world. And that's basically why it's called Zaroi Bahaim. What's Zaroi Zera is the simient, you say in English, basically the descendants, the Zera, the, the seed. His Zera becomes alive. You know why? the infinite and forever ongoing life of the Rebbe is not anymore in that specific body that represented for us the Rebbe for so many years and that we so much miss and would love to see and etc. And the answer is pretty simple because that's not the Rebbe. The real Rebbe is you and me and every single Eid because the Rebbe is the Neshome Aklolis of Am Yisrael. And it's about time that we become the Rebbe. It's about time the Zaroi becomes Chaim. And then, of course, Huba Chaim also. Then we'll also get to see the Rebbe, Moshiach will come, and everything will be beautiful, and we'll dance to the Geulu, Amitis Vashlemo. But what it takes is for you, for each one of us, to actually become the full light and life of the Rebbe. And that's why it's called the wedding party. We're celebrating not Chas V'sholem, that the Rebbe passed away. That doesn't happen. We're celebrating that you as a Chosid have, has been born as a new life, as a continuation. That's what it means. The problem is that we're always looking up to the leader. 
We always want someone to be big and to save us. We always want to, and, 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 and we call that whatever, beetle and, and I don't know what, because it's amazing to have the Moshe Rabbeinu that picks you up from every mess. And we kind of get addicted to it. I mean, read the Chumash. We love having troubles and having Moshe Rabbeinu save us. And then we fight with Moshe Rabbeinu himself, and then he saves us from, him, from ourselves. And then we celebrate again, and then we find him again, and then we wait for him to save us from ourselves again. And it's a cool cycle called the Bible. But that's not Moshiach. That's a Golustic perspective. In Yom Tev, we say, when we open the Sefer Torah, we say a pasuk that's written in Ishayo about Melech HaMashiach. Let it be me. He's like, I feel it's like the teacher. Who wants to write on the board today? Me. Everyone picks up their hand. Like, who wants to be Moshiach? Me. What is this? Is Kayan Bonu Mikroshikosu? What are you, Moshiach? You're delusional? No, that's the real meaning of Moshiach. Not the one guy that comes and saves us. Moshiach is you and me and every other Eid and every other Chosid. If we take in, if we let the Nitzutzay Shel Moshe Rabbeinu, that's inside of each one of us, expand through our being. If we, each one, becomes the Rebbe, then there is a Rebbe. If Zaroi Bachaim, then who Bachaim? If we, each one, becomes Moshiach, then there is a big Moshiach in the world too. If not, we're just waiting for a miracle. That, that could still happen when we pray for it. But that's not what, what the point of the whole history of the universe is for. You remember the word that I think we, we said in, the, in here in the podcast also, that when a wise man points to the, to the heavens, the fool looks at the finger. And that's such a huge word. Ever since I heard it, I can't stop thinking about it. Because it feels like, like throughout all the 40 years, throughout all the 72 years, the Rebbe is like giving a shpa, teaching us, guiding us, illuminating, giving, and it's like the, the, the example of the, the, the coach screaming at the players, go on, go on. And we're like sleeping. Even more. Imagine the case where it's like the final minute of, I don't know, the Super Bowl. And, and, and the player, it's like about one second away from grabbing the ball and, and, and scoring. And in that goal, whatever, would depend the whole entire championship. And as if... Time slows in the importance of the moment and in slow, like, you know, like, in like a, what's it called? Then like a slow mode, he sees the ball getting to him and he sees the coach from outside the field screaming, go on, just kick it. And the whole entire history of the team depends on it. And the guy looks at the side, looks at the coach and says, oh, what a great coach do we have. 
and he claps his hands to the coach <laughs> instead of grabbing the ball and actually scoring. And I don't care if the clapping the hands to the coach is like an amazing act of respect, commemoration, reminder. We talk about the amazing stories of the Rebbe. We talk highly of his miracles. We quote one teaching and we're like, wow. We look at others and we feel higher and better because we got him. We tell everyone how much of a better player I am because I have a great coach. What, what's Nafkemin? You can have a great coach and be a bad player. But like, look, I'm so high, I'm so good. And either you cry because you can't see the coach and oh, poor you. You're such a big hussy that now you're like, oi, coach, oi, coach, I miss you. And we make a whole thing about enhancing the feelings of missing the great leader that we have had. Or on the other hand, like, no, the coach never left. The coach never left. What you can tell is that you're at the most important moment of the history of the game. And instead of crying for the coach or giving a round of applause to the coach, you're supposed to become what he teaches. You're supposed to finally grab the ball and get the goal in there and save the history of the universe. You are supposed to become Moshiach. Moshiach is the player who scores, not the coach who knows how to. And that's why things are the way they are. Because the Rebbe is waiting for us to take the step. Because the Rebbe wants us to become the Rebbe. It's too cute. And, and, and I still would go for it, of course. I understand that. I understand that. I want the, 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 the whatever, the, the Moshiach that comes milemailo de mato. But maybe that's what Al-Trebe meant when he told the Misnagdim that the Moshiach you're waiting for is never going to come. And that Misnaged was me. <laughs> and that kid was me. That Misnaged is me. We're all waiting for the big Moshiach to come and rescue us from ourselves. But are we willing to become by ourselves the Moshiach that we need to be? Beskayim bonu mikrosikosuv? Stop. Some food for thought. The question a Hosit should ask himself um, approaching the upcoming Yoima Elul of Nesidereinu is am I just appreciating his life mission and giving a round of applause with huge admiration telling of his greatness and of his stories or am I willing to be that candle that infinite light that carrier of the Oiden Soy? that the Rebbe has to give us and actually look at the sky and not anymore clap the hands to the finger. That's my Cheshvan Nefesh towards Gimel Tamus and I just wanted to share it. I hope everyone will have a meaningful Shabbos and I hope that already by Shabbos Gimel Tamus will be celebrating with Moshiach Tzidkeinu. A good Shabbos and we'll hear each other again Bez Hashem next week.